Hello everyone and welcome to episode 40 of the Artful Athlete podcast and today we're carrying on with our body parts and traveling towards the lower body. We've covered the top half so far so it seems only natural to keep on exploring this body a little bit further and the emotions attached to it. Once again, for these episodes, I've gone and explored different holistic sciences and philosophies and when putting these together, I then blended in with my own knowledge of the voice, of breath, of expression, of connection and emotions. This series so far has really been a blast for me to work on and I'm just happy and thankful for you lovely voices tuning in to these episodes weekly. So far, this exploration of the upper body has allowed us to question the places in which emotions like to manifest themselves, hide or live in. But more than that, it's also allowed us to explore the meaning attached to specific joints and places in the body. For example, we talked about the connection between our wrists and our expression decision-making process, the neck, our ability to express, the shoulders, our ability to carry our lives. We talked about anger and its connection to the gut and the stomach, sadness and its connection to the lungs, indecision and fear blocking our hips because we struggle to choose or follow the direction we think we're meant to go on. What is the common denominator? The one thread that binds them all. You figured it out yet? A little clue. I have a tendency to bang on about its importance. <laughs> so don't worry. I'll take you along this thread in next week's episode to round up this series. For now, let's talk legs. Spiders got eight, horses have four, and you've got two. They're pretty great because when all is well in our body, they allow us to travel, to sit, to shuffle, to jump, to run, to dance, to ground, and whatever else you like to do with your legs. Your legs, like your arms, are attached to your trunk through a joint, your lovely hip, that hip socket. And similarly to the shoulder situation that we talked about last week with back and chest muscles overlapping with nerves and other tubes, hips have a pretty complex geography too. The layers of muscles that connect your top half to those legs start in the core of the thighs and travel all the way up to your lower back and your abs. You can look it up, but the muscle groups dominantly responsible for lower back pain are actually your glutes and your hip flexors. So looking after your legs is definitely something worthwhile that I would really recommend for you to do. If there is a mechanical issue in your hips, it's not just there that you should investigate. Starting at the root of the leg is usually the best way to find the real culprit. So let's look at the root of that leg. Foot. Your foot is the ultimate root. It plants you into the world, into the floor, into movement, into your day, like a tree. It's where everything starts for you. First thing that touches the floor when you wake up too. Look at the language, people. Starting on the wrong foot makes one heck of a difference, doesn't it? So, your foot is divided into three parts. The front, the middle, and the back. Front of the foot, you have the ball and your toes that allow you to grip and push. It's what you lean on to step into the motion, to take action, to run towards your destination. Middle of the foot, that's where you've got your arch. What does an arch do? Well, it connects two points. So this one connects the front of your foot to the back of the foot. It also represents the connection between what we have already learned and what we're doing with this learning. 
connecting your past to your future in a way. I like that image a lot personally. Oh, and by the way, quick tip, if you have tensions in your feet, and especially in your arch, massaging that arch by placing your hands back to back, fingers planted at the centre, pressing, and then pulling the fingers apart away from that centre to the side of the foot is a great way to release tension withheld in the foot and also make it easier on the ankle. At the back of the foot, you've got your heel, some tendons and that sweet spot that Achilles wished he hadn't exposed, connecting foot to leg. The heel is what you lean on. It's your base, it's your structure, it's your past. It's what you know you can rely on. It's what carries you through every path and movement you undertake because it carries your weight. A painful heel can mean that you're not trusting you even have a base to rely on. You're scared that if you were to look underneath your feet, you'd see nothing, nothing holding it, nothing supporting it. It's a form of insecurity. It's a limiting belief, a limiting thought. You think your success depends on something material that should be located right there underneath your heel, but it's not there. You're just without support. And what does that mean? Well, it means your root is out of whack. And if your root is out of whack, if you don't believe that you're carried, if you feel that you're trapped in quicksand and basically that your life is stagnant, this can show in your feet. That's why grounding and practicing earthing, where you spend time barefoot, touching the ground, the grass, having the mind connect to that place between the skin of the underside of your foot and whatever it is touching, that's why it's so important to practice. Because it gets you to understand the the difference between being planted and being trapped in quicksand, having something stopping the movement and you being grounded into movement. One is a lot more pleasant and supportive than the other. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> ankle time. Your ankle is a great, great joint that allows for your foot to leave its print on the ground. It's because of that lovely joint that your body is able to follow where the foot goes. Symbolically, it's also connected to our ability to follow changes in direction. A flexy ankle can carry the body through that change. A stiff ankle is one that is refusing for any change to take place. But careful, an overly flexible ankle is one that easily gets overused and could be representative of the inability to choose one direction only. So instead, it runs to every corner because trying everything is better than staying stuck somewhere. But that shows desperation. That shows lack of knowledge and lack of trust in your why and where you're trying to go with the movement or with your life. In French, we actually have an expression which goes Je ne lui arrive pas à la cheville. Literally, I don't even reach his ankle. Meaning, I'm no good. I'm not at his level at all. Look, I can barely reach his ankle. It's a lovely little idiom that illustrates that feeling of inferiority. So now let me ask you this. If this ankle felt more supported, if this ankle really believed in its own abilities, would it still feel inferior? And last but not least, our friendly middleman, the knee, stuck in between the root of the body and the root of the trunk. This poor little middleman takes a beating more often than we'd like. 
Too much tension coming from above the joint, for example from a tight quadriceps or hamstring, will cause for your knee to suffer. Too unstable a foot and ankle will lead it to positions that will cause harm to it. Within that, your knee has to find flexibility, its own ability to bend and fold as well as stand. Now what does that make you think of? Because in Eastern medicines, the knee is associated with the ego. When do I give in and bend the knee? Where do I stand? In the world, in this group, in this, this us? How can I strengthen my position? How can I stop myself from exhibiting weakness? How can I stop being used, being pushed down to the floor? And this is connected to the memory of our experience of life. Stiff blocked knees imply a rigidity, an unbending will to go through, to walk, to go on. Now second round of questions. Why is that? Are you doubting? Are you scared? Do you have faith? Do you trust the road ahead? Why stay so rigid and unbending when a little bit of flexibility could take you further? could let you sink deeper into the floor, could allow you to bounce. Are you scared? Do you have faith? Do you trust the road ahead? And if you answer one of these questions with no, then Eastern sciences would invite you to question your own history to find out why this fear, this stubbornness is taking place. Why is your ego so triggered? Where do you stand and why? And isn't that the root of everything, ultimately? Your why, connecting to it, embodying it. And on that philosophical bombshell, let's explore the missing link between all of these next week. Have fun, breathe, go plant your feet in the ground, and I'll speak to you soon. 